Alright, what's going on? Welcome to Drama Free Gaming. It is what it says and it says what it is. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to ask you, Jay. Is this still alright to say Happy New Year's? Oh, no. We passed that, man. It's, 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 <laughs> let's go ahead and the touchdown has been thrown. The celebration has ended. It's time to get back into the field, man. That's it, right? We're about, yeah, 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 we're what, like 12 days into the new year, 2021. If this is your first time here, welcome. We hope that uh, so far, so good. As uh, Jay said, we want to move forward. So I'm just going to get some of these uh, niceties out of the way. If you're here <laughs> at Drama Free Gaming, of course, on YouTube, hit that like. Hit that subscribe button. It only takes a millisecond to do. And definitely leave a comment. The comment that I specifically would like to uh, read here in this specific uh, podcast episode is what Monster Hunter game did you discover or were introduced uh, to and you fell in love with the series ever since? That's something I want to know. I want to get a feeling uh, we're going to talk about that this evening as we talk about Monster Hunter Rise. But uh, also for you audio listeners, we are on anchor.fm forward slash DFG podcast. And we are on iTunes as well and other platforms. Just look us up, DFG podcast. And of course, I'm in time and we have my brother from another mother, Dark Dad 99, even though on the screen it says Dark Knight, but he is Jay. What's going on, Jay? Yo, say what's say hey, something. Hey, hey, well, first off, he said say something, so I'll just say something. something. Hey, he told me to say it. He hey, he told me to say it. This brother, he I'll takes me when it. he needs to take me literal, he don't. <laughs> Let's not start with that, man. I'm still here thinking about our conversation gotta, when uh, before hey, getting man, to the I house. Be, hey man, I gotta be me. Oh, you still stuck on the division? Oh man, forget. I don't even want to bring it up. Let's just let's just move on from that. Let's move on. But okay, what you got for me, man? Well, man, I mean, here we are, man. Um, today's podcast, it's you know we don't have Henyo with us, who is usually with us. Uh, but today's podcast is all about Monster Hunter Rise, and to be specific, Monster Hunter Rise the demo because the game is not out until march 2021 you can uh pre-order it only on the nintendo switch the demo is live now i believe until like february 3rd and if you haven't checked it out uh or you've never played a monster hunter ever um this might be the one that's going to uh hook you so not well it dep that, that depends. I definitely say start with Odd Iceborne. Just go full out Iceborne and okay. then come here. All right. That would be my go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. You know, All right. Well, Jay, Jay I, I, dropping I already the the opinion and stuff, and, and we're going to get into <laughs> it here. But since he brought up Monster Hunter World and then the, the addition or the expansion of that game was Monster Hunter Iceborne, it's actually one in the same game. Um, you know, let's talk about Monster Hunter World slash Iceborne. That was our first experience with Monster Hunter, correct? Correct. 
Okay, and and talk about that for for a minute, Jay. What what caused you? Because you was the one that introduced me, and up until literally yesterday or day before, um, I thought you was a big Monster Hunter fan. Like you've been playing this series for a long time, and you confessed something to me, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, this brother tricked me." Yeah. Well, okay. Basically, to make this entire long story short, I think, as a matter of fact, we were watching E3 and we saw Monster Hunter pop up. And this brother was like, yo, what is that? And I was like, that's Monster Hunter. That game's going to be a beast. We need to get it. And of course, this brother likes to live on the edge and on the fence. He's like, man, I don't know. So, you know, I, I gored him into it, ladies and gentlemen. I can't lie. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I go to my man to get Monster Hunter World. I got it as well. And we both have been hooked ever since. Now, granted, I never played the game before at all. But it looked so cool. And when we both started playing it, there was no going back. So, so let me ask you, Jay. And let me first say this before I ask you what I was going to ask you. But what you guys are seeing on the screen right now is our very first gameplay experience. Uh, Jay and I, we played the multiplayer um, together for the first time this morning. And we originally had a voice over on it, full recording. We were just going to release it raw. And for whatever reason, um, I didn't capture it on OBS. I captured it on another... Uh, capture card and the audio format came out just wacky so i saved the video scrapped the audio and that's why we're doing this podcast to to pretty much rehatch what we've already spoken about but we're taking kind of our time here in the beginning because i want to lay out the foundation jay what was it that attracted you that you say oh this game is is dope and we got to get it because I don't remember me saying, oh, this game is 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 great or looks hot or I must get it. Like, no, my I, impression I of it was, that. dang, I can't I can't play this game. This thing looks like Dynasty Warriors, these oversized <laughs> weapons. I'm not I'm not with it. That was my initial impression. Well, see, this was uh, hot off the time where we were still in our like. Well, we were in the slow, the slow end of our Division One days. You know, Monster Hunter World has been out what three years now? Yeah, it's been out. Yeah, Monster Hunter World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Monster Hunter World was coming up, and we, you know, we as a group, because we usually play big games in a group, and most of everybody had it that we played with. Some people like it, some people didn't. But back on topic, I knew this brother. He he loves to play multiplayer games that make you think, and that's a challenge. And Monster Hunter World is definitely that. And answer me this: Was I wrong? Was I wrong in steering you in that direction? No, no, most definitely. I told you that when I got into the game, um, I saw I saw it for what it was. It's it has some in depth systems and. I'll tell you this right off the top for anyone whom whom I've had this conversation with and I've had this conversation with you many times, Jay. Monster Hunter 
is my number one game and franchise, hands down. Okay, and and it is because it's the only game out here that, in my opinion, has perfected the loop that that grind loop. I've never played Monster Hunter and felt like it was unfair or that the grind was too long or too hard. You know, I would go out and get my teeth kicked in by some of these monsters and it just wanted, you know, it just made me want to get back in the seat and go at it again and go at it again and go at it again. And it's still the only game that you and I can pick up, even if it's lapsed for two, three, four months and we pick up and muscle memory kicks in and it's fun. Like the first day we played it. Yeah. And, and I can't say that about any other game that I've ever played in my life, period. And I'm a gray head. I'm 46. Okay. I've been doing a lot of gaming. No, hold on, hold on. No, 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 sorry. No, No, I'll tell you why. Division one for me was a great time. I still love the universe. I still love the concept of the division. I still love the world, the characters and everything that game could be not what it is, what it still could be, but division one, I wouldn't pick up division one today unless like I told you earlier in our conversation, unless (laughs) you had the three other players, including yourself, queued up. And y'all call me and say, we are in the room. We've booted it up. We're ready to go. There's no distractions, nothing. And I will reluctantly say, okay, I'll come because I'm the fourth man. But to be honest, I don't think I get any enjoyment other than our time together. But from the game, it doesn't have anything there to offer me anymore. Monster Hunter, I'm still discovering things in Monster Hunter. I've yet to beat some of these monsters. I've yet to acquire items and recipes. And dude, it's endless. It's endless for me. Well, and that's what it's all about, content. And I got to say, Monster Hunter does what the other games don't. They give you content nonstop and it stays good. Yeah, it just, you know... I know that there's, with this demo now, at the time of this recording, guys, remember, this is our impressions, our opinions on Monster Hunter Rise, the demo. This is not representative of the full game. So whatever we say here, we're going strictly from, you know, a point of view where we love Monster Hunter. So there's there's our bias. But we're going to give you pros and cons here in a second. But, um, you know, the game is it's fun and you can play it hard hard hardcore like you're you're out there and you are meta and you are on the bleeding edge of the armor and the weapon and all that other stuff and go around beating up every monster like it's nothing or you can play it on the opposite spectrum, or you could play it somewhere in between where I think is where I fall, where, you know, there's still monsters that I've yet to tackle. I'm not in a hurry to go after them. Um, but 
I'm not one of these like, you know, passive still hunting the great joggers, <laughs> you know, um, oh unless God, I need uh, unless I need some some items from him or something. You know what I'm saying? Like the game is is that flexible, I believe. And you can have a good time no matter what level, what skill level you're on. It's just it's just that good. It, it's it's a good game, ladies and gentlemen. The brothers making so many points. All I can tell you is this. The game is also good for friendly play, multiplayer play. Getting a group of getting a group of friends, whether you're fellas or ladies or whatever the case may be, tracking a monster down and absolutely beating the hell out of it. There's no greater there's no greater stress release than making that monster suffer. Yeah. And I've done that on a couple of occasions. I'm sorry. I know it's it is what it is, and I'm just letting you know how it is. Yeah, Take it's just time. so satisfying going on a hunt. You know, uh, the monster testing your skills, you learning the, the the patterns and the movement of the monster, and that doesn't guarantee you anything. Uh, Dusty's in the in the chat over on the Discord, and uh, what's up, Dusty? Glad you can join us. He says he's oh, nervous. Hey. I don't know why he's nervous, but <laughs> I want to know what you're nervous for. Yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> oh like, if, like if he was in the in the podcast, right? But uh, yeah, I know. But shout out to to Dusty, my brother. We uh we've been playing. We started up uh, Gears Five, the campaign, and oh, we nice. played it over the weekend. Um, and put some time into it. And man, that game! I'm so glad that I've waited like an entire year plus to play that game because it's gotten a lot of work, and uh, it's just great. It sounds great too. That Dolby Atmos is no joke. But um, oh. but we're here to talk about Monster Hunter. Let's 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 yeah, backtrack. Let's get back on topic. Oh, let's yeah. get back on topic. So, the Monster Hunter Rise. Jay, you and I played it this morning. What was your initial impression when you booted up? What did you do? How did you feel about it? Talk to me about uh, that. Um, I came into the game thinking it was Monster Hunter World because that's what they. I'm not gonna say they present presented it as like. Monster Hunter World 2, but I think it's a, a like a Monster Hunter World subset game, as in, hey, we got Monster Hunter World, then you got Iceborne. Now you got Rise, and this is going to be a blueprint and a foundation for what's to come. Mm. That's kind of how I'm viewing it. And, you know, honestly, it is awesome. I was confused at first. Because I was playing on a, a Nintendo Pro controller, and I was, you know, my, my mind was thinking Xbox and not Nintendo. So I'll probably be making some weird movements because I wasn't used to the overall scheme yet, but I got used to it. But overall, the game was fantastic. You know, I play on a 65-inch TV screen, so I'm probably not going to get as good as a visual picture than some of you guys that got smaller screens out here. And we're going to talk about that. That's one of the impressions that we got to talk about. But but you said that you thought it was along the lines of Monster Hunter World. Now, if you guys don't, don't know, Monster Hunter World, again, Monster Hunter World Iceborne was our first taste of, of Monster Hunter, period. And it's a beautiful game. On the Xbox, it came out on the Xbox and the PlayStation 4. It's a last-gen game. Um, and the game, the feel of it, the mechanics, uh, some of the things that they brought 
uh, into it with Iceborne that they added that we're going to talk about here in a moment. Um, yeah, the game is a showcase. It, it sounds, it looks, it feels great. If some of you guys are uh, old school Monster Hunter players back in the days with the DS and the Nintendo whatever, um, you guys played Monster Hunter World and Iceborne and I'm sure you was blown away because it's graphically, it's night and day. System wise, there are differences um, and we'll get into that as well. But you played the game, Jay. And what did you think? Just game wise, uh, okay. great game. Okay, what, why do you absolutely. say that? Absolutely great game. Um, look, it's a Switch game. Let's not get it twisted. So I'm not even going to get into visuals because if we do that, then you know you're you know you're comparing apples to oranges, and we ain't about that drama. So. I'm not even going to get into looks, but overall feel and gameplay mechanics definitely take a minute to get used to. But once you do the the gameplay of the game, just for just for that model, phenomenal. Getting used to the wire bug and the movement and the new things you can do. It's going to take a minute, especially if you're a brickheaded gamer like I am. Uh. Once once you get everything down fundamentally, the, the mechanics, the sub the sub menus, once you master it, the game is going to be a beast and a whole lot of fun. Yeah, and I and I agree. I agree. It there is a learning curve with Monster Hunter. When you come into Monster Hunter, I don't care if you played World, Iceborne, you're gonna play Rise, or you play some of the older ones, there is definitely the learning curve and you have to be patient with yourself and with the game it is not just a a smash buttons game it's not there's there's depth to the game but like jay says once you get it you got it and then it's just mastering it from there you know to whatever degree or what level it is that you want to play um he mentioned here some of the uh new innovations I want to talk about that, Jay. Um, but first, let, let's get the one of the things that I think reviewers right now, even though there's a lot of great reviewers out there making individual videos on the weapons, the different weapons, the move sets, um, you know, the, the demo itself and all that other stuff. But you mentioned resolution and I'm going to speak about that because you're playing on a 65 inch tv correct yeah 4k with hdmr uh, with, with hdr right hdr so you're yeah. you're you are on a 65 inch you know hdr 4k capable tv right i'm on a 55 inch oled hdr you know c9 to be uh you know exact all right and when i first played this game I played it and I popped it up on my OLED screen and I didn't like it. I did not like the look of it. It is not a looker. And if you're playing or planning on playing this on a big screen TV, here's my advice. If you can't 
get past the looks of it on your TV and you don't have a smaller TV and I and I'm actually playing this game on display on my computer monitor. Now my computer monitor is 32 inches, it's an IPS panel, it's also an LG and the game looks beautiful, okay? Cuz it's a smaller screen, so the pixels are not stretched out cuz remember, this is the Switch and I believe in dock mode it's 1080p. I'm not sure. I, I can't confirm that. In handheld, so. yeah, I believe so. But in handheld mode, when you play on the Switch handheld, I believe it's it's probably running, well, it's probably running 1080 handheld and maybe 720 uh docked. Okay. Um handheld on that little screen. Even as you guys are viewing this video, like right now you're watching the video and you're watching the gameplay. And that's one of the things that got me when when I was watching the uh, the previews to this game, uh, when the developers were talking, I was watching on YouTube, just like you guys watching videos of gameplay and stuff. And I was like, yo, this game looks hot. Like it looks nice, like graphically. And I forgot that I was watching, you know, these videos on my phone. And so, yeah, it looks sharp on my phone. You know, it looks sharp on these smaller screens. But um, when you put it on your big TV, it's going to be one of those things. Again, and I, I have to mention it, it's going to be one of those things that's going to turn off a lot of people. And like I shared with Jay, for me, I can get past that because it looks how it's going to look. But the gameplay is is great. The gameplay and the mechanics is great. And I have the option of playing it on a smaller screen. So I got past that that way. Um, but yeah, but that's one thing you have to take into consideration. And for me, it's just more of the reason why Nintendo needs to come out with a Switch Pro. <laughs> they, they need to come out with something that is going to get us past 720, 1080, even if it's just 2K. It could be 1440p. I'll be glad. My monitor, my computer monitor is 1440p and it looks crisp. Um, and I would I wouldn't mind a Switch Pro at 1440p. Give it to us, Nintendo. Like if you announce it tomorrow, take my money. Just just shut up and take my money. I will give it to you. Okay? Yeah, you wouldn't have to convince yeah, me. Y'all hear that Nintendo? That's free money coming your way if you hey, drop what you want. If if That's they're not money. if they're not thinking, I mean, look at what look at what Capcom has done with this game. It's phenomenal. But when I turned on this game, honestly, I got Monster Hunter uh, Generations. Okay, I bought it after playing World and Iceborne, and I know now that Generations was a port. Um, I believe from the, uh, the DS or I, I don't know, so. I'm not sure which, which one it was. It was an older port, but man, was I disappointed because of the graphics? I was just like really taken back. It was a shock to my system. And I said, oh man, I can't do this. Um, why does this game have to look so hard, look so rough? And I didn't give it a shot. Mind you, that wasn't the only thing that turned me off that it was a port 
in this game here in Monster Hunter Rise, you're not gonna find any loading screens between areas, like none. There's no loading areas. So you're gonna travel on your Palamute uh, from one area to the other, and you're not gonna have to wait, you know, whatever, five, six, seven seconds for your screen to load up into the next area like you did in Monster Hunter Generations. So that's a big plus. I was like, I don't want to break immersion. I want to play the game, go from one area to the other. And Monster Hunter Rise delivers. But come on, Nintendo. I mean, Capcom has put out another banger, another Monster Hunter. It could look so much better. I can't wait, Jay, for the next Monster Hunter on this gen uh, consoles on the PS5 and on the Xbox Series X. I agree, and I know Capcom ain't gonna let us down. So Capcom, bring bring the goodness, take my money. Yes, they got my money already. I, I'm just like, when Capcom announces a Monster Hunter, I don't need to see it no more. Like, you know, I'm a believer right from the gate. Take my money. Like, I already got Monster Hunter Rise on pre-order. Yeah. It's it's He's set. Sick. Capcom, listen, people speak with their wallets, not with their mouths. I mean, you can, you're free to give an opinion. Whether you take it or not, that's fine, once again. But if you're about that money, keep dropping that Monster Hunter world. Yeah, they, they, they definitely yeah. give it to you. They, they, have, they have a phenomenal, phenomenal franchise. And, you know, some of you guys out there might, might be listening and saying, oh, man, you're late to the party. We've been playing Monster Hunter since oh. 2000 and whatnot. You know what? Better late than never is what I say. Amen to that. Better late than never. And if and if you can add me as a gray head, okay, to cheerlead a game that I I got nothing bad to say about the game, hey, you, you should be applauding. It, it it takes a lot, a whole lot to impress me on a game for me to say, hey, hands down, this game is a must. And Again, it may not be your your flavor of game, but if you give it a chance and give yourself a chance, you'll find an enjoyable, phenomenal game um, that might be your next all-time great. Right. And, and trust me, there's information out here on the Monster Hunter games. There's so many YouTubers. There's so much information. You want to know something that's out there. You know, from guys from Ruakan and Skill Up, Upper Echelon Games, all these guys give you, they, they give you all the information you want. Yeah. It's, you know, as far as Monster Hunter World, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, even this, they'll put it out there. So show them guys the love as well because they know what they're doing and they know what they're talking about. Yeah, most definitely the two that I watch and follow. And again, they don't know me from a hole in the wall, but Ruakan. And uh, Arix is the is the people you gotta watch for Monster Hunter. Okay, if they they are on top yeah. of it, like you know, like white on rice. So yes, those two are legit, and they got the playlist going, and it's it's good. But Jay, let's talk some more Monster Hunter and this wire bug. What do you think about it? Uh, <laughs> uh well, since I was a newbie at the time of us playing this game. I was, as the movie would be, dazed and confused. Mm -hmm. So 
it's a lot of mobility. It's a lot to learn. But it's gonna be a it's gonna be a mechanic you're gonna to need to learn to master this game. But the wire bug is absolutely a must. There is some skill involved, but once you get it down, man, this game is gonna be so much better with it. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. That, and th- those are some strong words because I know. Again, this morning. We spoke about the wire bug, and again, we're referencing Monster Hunter World and Iceborne, and specifically Iceborne introduced to us the Clutch Claw, if I'm remembering it yeah. correctly. The Clutch Claw. Clutch Claw. The Clutch Claw. Yeah. Now, we gave our pros and our cons as to the Clutch Claw and the wire bug. So I want to kind of like rehatch that, Jay. Uh, what is the pros that you see for the clutch claw? And let's and let's describe describe for us what the clutch claw is. Um, basically, long story short, clutch claw. You mount the monster, and you can either damage it, or when it's not angry and running around, you can stab it in the face with the. Uh, a weapon and running into the wall. I mean, the clutch claw is another way of mobility and it gives you another way to fight the monster. So what made what made the clutch claw different from the wire bug? Uh, for well, for me, in my own opinion, the clutch claw is I'm an, I'm in your face kind of a hunter anyway. You know, I'm I'm always trying to be on top of the monster. I'm always I'm always the one that's got to leave the damage for everybody else to mug the monster. That's pretty much my job. So I'm always inflicting damage and the clutch claw was good for that. You know, it's it, the, the mobility of it ain't that good, but the clutch claw for itself, especially for a player like me, I prefer it only because it's just in my game style. You know, right. your game style might not be like mine, but from my opinion, the clutch claw for me, just fits me. It's it's stiff. You definitely got to line it up. It is easily get thrown off a monster with the clutch claw. There's a lot of bad things, but when you know when to do it right, when you have the gameplay down for it, man, the clutch claw is a fool. And I'm I'm hearing you talking about the clutch claw, and 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 I just wiped in the video. <laughs> you know, just for the record, guys, we we're still like virgins on rise. Okay, so. Um, Jay was actually playing with a uh, Nintendo Pro Controller, okay? Yes, sir. And so you guys know I was playing uh, this game, again, docked and with a PS4 controller because I got the 8-bit do. There's no way I was going to go buy (laughs) a Switch (laughs) controller uh, to play this game and I still haven't synced it with my Xbox controller, but I'm doing some work I'm getting used to it on the ps4 uh, with the ps4 controller. I should say um, And it works just fine. So just throwing it out there and again that adapter is the 8-bit do So it's a number 8 b-i-t-d-o look it up. That's the website and uh, it might save you a couple of bucks especially if your favorite controller is other than a switch controller um 
because I've played this game. <laughs> I've played this game with the PS4 controller. I've played it docked um, like that. I've played it handheld with the Joy-Cons on the uh, Switch. I've taken the Switch uh, Joy-Cons off and played it that way. And yeah, man, I looked like I was doing some sort of funky uh, gang signs or, or cryptic uh, uh, sign language because my fingers were just just twisted. But um, but I tell oh. you, the way to play it is definitely with a control, uh, at least in my opinion. But Switch Pro, baby, that's the way to go. Hey, he says Switch Pro. I'll tell you, eight bit do and get your own controller. But um, oh. <laughs> but oh, anyways, see, he, what what? It's what? A, it's, look, it's a Nintendo product, guys. Stick with Nintendo. Okay, that's you know app. what? Nintendo ain't paying me to uh, advertise <laughs> their uh. Their control. So if I can save you sixty dollars and you get an eight bit do for like less than ten bucks and use your controller, you're gonna thank me. So, ladies and gentlemen, he ain't wrong. That, he that's ain't all. Wrong. That's all I gotta say. I, hey, I tell you, Jay, I was on the verge of getting it. I even, I even told Sleek about it. Shout out to Sleek, um, that I was gonna go run out and get it just to play this this demo right. And then I remembered. I said, wait a minute. I got an 8-bit do, and I looked in the drawer, and there it was, and it was like, okay, this is going to do it right here. So, But let me get back to the Clutch Claw. So the Clutch Claw, guys, as Jay described it, the mechanic of the Clutch Claw was you, as long as the monster was not enraged, you can shoot that out, latch onto the monster literally anywhere on its body. You can hold on to the monster as long as your stamina allowed you to. And you can get a couple of shots and blows in there. Or if you had uh, any sort of um, like charge stones or something, you can like literally put it in its head uh, and it would go goofy. You know, it would just blow up in his head or whatever. Or you can actually slap the monster around for a bit, face him towards a wall and then cause him to run into the wall. So the the pro on the clutch was that you could do it at any time the con is for me was that you could spam it pretty much um and it slowed down the action what, what do you think jay what was the con on that i don't well oh man well i already got into the cons honestly monster and rage it's just going to Especially depending on the monster. It was useless, take, right? Yeah. You taking on like Kushala, winds everywhere, and you frustrated. Mm -hmm. You literally say, you literally say, F the clutch claw. I'm just going in and I'm trying to get my licks in when I right. can. Right. But if you're an experienced hunter, man, you you, you can make it work. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, again, all these mechanics, it's not that we're giving a definitive opinion. It's just our impression comparing it now to the wire bug. What's the plus then? What's the pro on the wire bug? Because some people out here are saying it's the evolution of the clutch claw. What do you think, Jay? And it, what are the pros and cons? It, 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 it is uh, the mobility of the wire bug is stupid. Especially for certain weapons, if you're running like 
twin blade staff not staff what they call that the uh the weapon you use your main one back in my high school insect yes. blade yeah any any weapon with high mobility high attack with that oh my god the wire bug is going to be for you it's going to improve your gameplay the mobility is absolutely stupid but there is skill involved but once you master that small skill curve it's just going to make the game so enjoyable and the sad thing is that's the downside of it if you're not willing to put in the time you're not going to get that good and you're not going to care about it so you know so pros, mobility, more exciting gameplay. Cons, skill curve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I have to agree with you. I think the pro for the wire bug is what you just mentioned because I've gotten to a point with this demo where I love to ride the Palamute, which, you know, for you guys out there, if you don't know what a Palamute is, it's a dog, Okay. uh you can saddle up on the dog and it's it's great because you can ride him in you can ride your palamute in you ride him right up to the monster you hit that dismount button to jump off of him um and in midair you can get one shot and then go into a wire bug move and it's nasty it it's really nasty depending on the weapon again that you're using but like that's one thing that i've noticed about this game and the wire bug i'm an insect glaive uh person i'll use the bow from time to time i might use the hammer from time to time but insect glaive is my main playing this demo jay i have touched at least five new weapon new to me new weapons i've i've Fought with the great sword, the long sword, the blades. Um, it's and it and I've had a great time just experimenting with the wire bug and the moves and stuff that I discover is like, oh my god, this is dope. It makes me want to learn the weapons and diversify my my fighting. So that's a pro for me. Um the con. I'm going to tell you, and again, it is a, is a skill thing. Actually, it's not a con for me, but you can't spam it, which I like that you can't spam it because you have to be purposeful on when you want to use it. And some of your skill moves is going to deplete the, um, the cooldown on it. So you have to take that into account. So that might be a con for some people. For me, it's not. I've yet to find a con for the... Oh, well, I can I can name one. Let me be fair. I can name one. A con for the wire bug is if you're trying to, quote-unquote, aim it, like play it like the clutch claw, you're going to be frustrated because that's how I was playing it when I first started. Once right. I got I it, was that? So I had that problem too. That was you was trying to aim it, right? Yep, that was one of my major problems. Yeah, you was trying to aim it, and then you figured out because with the wire bug, right? If I'm not mistaken, Jay, if you hold down and again on a pro controller, you're it's going to be, I believe, the ZL button. If you hold the ZL trigger 
and uh, A, it pulls you forward. It shoots the wire bug forward and pulls you forward. If you press the ZL button, hold down the ZL button and hit the X button, um, it'll give you a vertical, kind of a forward vertical uh, pull, right? Yeah. So I was trying to play it in the beginning like the clutch claw. I was trying to aim it and it was not working. And when I finally just let loose, it clicked. How about you, Jay? Uh, well, you're more, you're more mobility and clickish. When I was, I was using the switch axe and I'm a switch axe main. So I'm usually clutch clawing and getting onto the monster to make the monster weaker so that the, uh, the guys with the lighter weapons can come in and mug them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's just what I do. And at the beginning of this, I kept trying to go, why can't, why isn't my clutch claw coming? And I had to get out of my head. You're playing rise. Yeah. Ice. <laughs> the <Light>. muscle memory. <laughs> yeah. So it's, so I'm playing on a pro, a pro controller. And if you ever played on the pro controller, it's kind of, it's kind of like an Xbox controller. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing Xbox. I'm doing Xbox commands and my hands are going Xbox. Xbox, yeah. my mom's going Nintendo, Nintendo. Yep, 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 so, yep, yep. yep. So you, you have to, you have to, if you if you played any of those, you have to adjust. So that's that's going to be a major con too, by the way. Yeah. If if, if you're gonna if you're trying to play both, you're going to have to spend time on both so your muscle knows. Hey, I'm on Xbox. I need to do this, mm -hmm. or I'm on Switch. I need to do that. And if right. you're not used to doing that, that is a con. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely because. The mechanic of the clutch claw and and the wire bug, it's it looks similar, but they're they're very different, very different in how they play out, and and it's funny you say that, Jay, because earlier this morning we was talking. I said, you know, maybe you play for a while longer and you might change your mind, but it still sounds like you prefer the clutch claw just because of your game style. Yeah, it is, it, it, but. Look, I'm 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 just like any other gamer. I'm 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 there's a hundred percent chance I'm gonna end up with Rise. And there's a hundred percent chance I'm gonna master Rise's gameplay and what they're putting out there because I want to enjoy the game. And that's what it's there for. Hey, we got new mechanics. Master the new mechanics. Right. And that's what gamers do. You get hey, this is this is we presenting this to you to play and to have fun with. And if you get my money. Hey, I'm gonna give you. And the gameplay is great. I'm in, and Monster Hunter Rise has me sold. Yeah, and and that's the key. What you just said, you don't mind going through that, through the growing pains and the adjusting and learning new mechanics because it's fun. It it retains yeah. the fun that it is. The, what Monster Hunter is and what's made it wildly successful, at least this generation. Um, and has added maybe hundreds, if not thousands of players, uh, you know, yeah. have discovered it, which is, which is amazing. It's great. I'm, I'm just, I'm happy overall that Capcom again has iterated on its series on Monster Hunter. I'll be honest. When I first saw the wire bug on, when they first announced Monster Hunter Rise, I said, oh, this is dope. This looks nice. And, you know. When they demo it, 
and you see people traversing um even before we saw any gameplay where you were fighting a, a monster people you know the whoever was demoing it was just traversing because this game is vertical there's a lot of verticality to this game and i could only imagine that there's going to be hunts that are going to probably take you to these hilltops and even though earlier on jay i said or i was about to say you don't need really to learn the wire bug but i'm glad i didn't say it because and you said it you're gonna need to learn the wire bug at least to traverse even if you don't use it in a fight um and even then it might be necessary that you even know it basically because yeah, yeah the game i think is is suited the design of it you know the verticality of this game I definitely think that you're going to need uh, to learn this mechanic because the wire bug is not just a gimmick. It's not just, to me, it's not just an evolution of the clutch claw. I think they're two very different things. I don't know. I might be wrong on that. No, I I think the overall aspect, Monster Hunter Rise is a mechanics gameplay upgrade from Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter World is a better looking game because it's on consoles that are more powerful than the Switch. That is a given, which is why he said, and I quote, don't worry about the looks of the game. It's it's on the Switch. It is what it is. And if you want to even venture into the series, I recommend just get the base Monster Hunter World and play the base game. And if you just enjoy the base game and want to fully invest, then go Iceborne Rise. Or get Rise, if you like regular Iceborne, get Rise, and you can play it on a go on your Switch. I mean, you, you can't go wrong. There's nothing wrong with trying the demo. And I, yeah. think Monster, and I think Monster Hunter World is live on Game Pass. Yeah, so, yeah, it is. I, I believe so. I believe it's still there. Yeah, so there's no excuse for you to give the game a try. Yeah. You know, I, I I made somebody a believer and he gave it a chance and tried it. He's a believer now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm and and again, Jay lied to me for the record, because you know, he never <laughs> disclosed that he was not this was his first, you know, uh Monster Hunter with Monster Hunter World and Iceborne. But I'm glad that the game again, not only was was the game good. For me, it's become my number one game ever, period, okay? And say what you will, it is. Nobody can move me from that. That's where I'm staying firm. Um, it's the only game that's gotten that loop right, in my opinion. Um, and it's just that good. But, Jay, I would, I would actually recommend, because it's funny, we played Monster Hunter world and then iceborne and then now are playing this demo on rise and we're looking forward to playing it i would actually tell people you know what if you got a switch play it on the switch and stay with it on switch and if later on in the future you get curious about you know playing it on another platform and whatever um I think the same thing is going to happen to you guys that happened to me where it's going to be a shock to the system because 
again, there are some mechanics that, and, and when I mean mechanics, let me specify even the way you access your, your menus, you know, there, there was some quality of life, uh, adjustments that came with Monster Hunter World and Iceborne that are not here thus far. And to be fair, this is a demo. Um, I see that. And, you know, again, for the old school Monster Hunter players who played it on the original Nintendo, Nintendo's whatever 3DS or 3 or, or DS or whatever it was that you played it on, the menus look very familiar to you and you can navigate them easily. Whereas yeah. a guy like me, that was a shock to me, you know, to see something like that and go, oh, man, I am not familiar with this at all. Um, it, it could have been a deterrent if I wasn't already familiar with the series. So, uh, we got Abraham Sanchez in the room and he said, I just pre-ordered it. Yeah. Same here, yes, brother. Sir. Yeah. Good job. It, it didn't take me, um, to play the demo. I actually pre-ordered it before playing the demo. And then when I played the demo, I said, Ooh, I don't know if I made the right choice. But after I gave it a chance, like a real chance, I fell in love with it just as much as I'm in love with uh, World and Iceborne. So I'm definitely going to be playing this on my Switch, again, on my computer monitor. <laughs> and when I'm out yeah, and about, I will play it handheld, but I personally don't recommend it if if you're going to play it on a... Big screen TV. Maybe that doesn't bother you. Maybe you can play it on your 55, 65 inch. If that's the way you roll, that's cool. For me, no. <laughs> I'm gonna play on my computer yeah. monitor. And and I'm because yeah. I want it to be, I want it to look as good as it can on a screen other than the switch screen. And I think that again, that's something that people need to take into consideration because that's the reality. The game looks good for what it is but it is not a 4k you know hdr title it is a switch game yes it treated as such ladies and gentlemen come yeah. on it's yeah. it's a switch game but it's going to be fun to play monster hunter and whack monsters on the it's going to be amazing it's definitely oh, going to be amazing be so and again please excuse the gameplay we were Playing this game for the first time, this this gameplay that you're watching right now, we are experimenting with different weapons. At least here you see me with the blades, the charge blades. I've never played with these weapons in my life. And even playing with the insect glaive, there's a learning curve on this game because the button layout is different. Which you, again, in all fairness, you can configure your buttons to your liking. So that's not even an obstacle. You can configure it to Monster Hunter World Iceborne settings. Whatever, you know? So that's not an excuse not to play the game. You either like it or you don't. So don't come in with the, will you? No, it's your money. It's your time. My man oh. Abraham say, hey, I got a pre-order. I'm he, with you, he, brother. He, he pre-ordered it. That's, I mean... So, that, that, that's that, it just lets you guys know game's quality of people waiting on it yeah you can't go wrong you know you can't you're gonna have a lot of fun and knowing capcom 
and 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 the support. I mean, Iceborne itself could have been its own game. To be honest with you, absolutely, it could have been its own game. They like just piled on the content, and it was amazing. I, I'm still like amazed. Like I said earlier in the podcast, there's still stuff in there that I'm discovering, and and it's just a joy to play. Uh, Dusty says in the chat, "How many in multiplayer?" I think you could four. party up with four people. Yeah, it's still four. Yeah, so I know you got a switch. So <laughs> um, I think and, every we know got a switch. So I, I think hey. so. I think so. But yeah. party up with somebody is so much fun to play it um, with people. And again, we don't know more details as Capcom releases more information i'm sure that or i'm hoping that they're going to um make it to where if you are in a party of four then it scales up to four and if somebody bails out then it's gonna scale down like they did with uh with world actually I'm, iceborne is what bought that i'm um, sure i'm sure they'll have that worked out that'd be they'd be crazy if they didn't yeah yeah Dusty says he's getting it. So, yeah, it's we're going to be playing it. I'm going to be playing this I'll, game I'll most definitely. Um, and I wish more of the people in the DFG community would play it. I'm talking to all you guys out there who are going to listen to this after the fact. But, guys, we're getting ready to 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 wrap it up. Jay, I don't know if you have anything else that you want to say, you want to share with us, impressions. Um, overall, I've said it once and I'll say it again. If I had to give the demo, just the demo of the game of Monster Hunter Rise is definitely making me just playing the demo for when I played it. I'm definitely going to spend my money on the game. And I, and I, I'm changing in in a podcast earlier. I was throwing my mouth in my, I was throwing my mouth deep in the God of War Santa Monica. Well, I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, put my <laughs> take my foot and shove it up in my throat. Oh, you're changing your game of the year now, huh? <laughs> I'm going to have to play a Monster Hunter. You know, hey, I'm going to have to re, I'm gonna have to redig on that uh, God of War unless they show me something. Mm. I, I touched the demo of Monster Hunter Rise. Yo, game of the year. It, it's going to be a nominee. It's a contender. If it ain't a nominee, it, a nominee there's something wrong with people in gaming today. You, you know what? Whether it it is or not a nominee, I'm going to let you know. For gamers, just what the game is, and we're talking about a game and it's in its fullness. For me, it's got my vote. We're working on a rating system here. Uh, Sleek and I are are working on this rating system that we're going to, to pretty much put out here. But before I get to that, Abraham asks... Did you guys see the Monster Hunter movie coming out later this year? Um, uh, uh, okay. Uh, no, Abraham. I haven't. Are we talking about the one that just dropped, or it hasn't dropped yet? Right. He's talking about the one with uh, the Resident Evil chick in it. Oh, I haven't seen it, and you know what? I'm not interested, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna say this. Even though it's the Resident Evil chick, I saw a couple of trailers of the movie. And I was like, damn. But after I saw her, I was like, oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that, that killed it for you? 
So, <laughs> dude, I mean, you're talking about some military vehicles being struck by lightning, and all of a sudden they fighting the Raffian and Diablos. And I'm like, wait, come on, man. Like, yeah. I, I get it. Like, it looks good. Like, the movie genuinely looks good. Like, you're a Monster Hunter fan. You're going to be like, yo. Monster Hunt on the big screen. Nah, not me, bro. No, when when I listen, the biggest, the first, the very first time I saw the trailer, my son and I, my youngest son and I, when we saw the dude scoping, he had he was looking through the scope on his rifle with the wrong eye. His eye was shut, and he was looking through the scope. Yo, we both cracked up because we both saw it at the same time and said, yo, did you see that? And we rewinded and we paused it and we said, look at the dude looking through the scope with his eye closed. I said, no, that did it for me. I said, I'm done. I'm done. I, I can't. I can't. No, you know, the stars is going to be the CGI graphics and the monster and and this whole thing about military vehicles and all this other stuff. Like, nah, man, I would have rather, to be honest. I would have rather to have seen like an anime. That's just me. I don't know. That that's just that's just yeah. how I feel well, about know, it. But well, you know what? Abraham Abraham made a statement. You want to read that real quick? Yeah, he says I heard it wasn't really based off Monster Hunter anyway. There is a lot of loreish elements missing. Yeah, and you know what? And I never got into the lore of Monster Hunter. I think I need to do that. Well, the, the lore is actually pretty good, and uh, that's a good point. Let's not treat it with the lore. Let's just treat it as a movie and give it a chance. What do mm. you think? Well, I don't know. Let's just enjoy no, I'm not it. watching the movie. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm, oh, no, let me say this. On, let me say this. I'm sorry. Let me back it up. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm not going to pay to watch that movie. Okay? Okay. okay. I might have a day in my life where there's nothing else and PBS doesn't have something playing that I'm interested in, like some sort of nature show or something. And that might just make me, that might just make me want to watch it. Like, okay, I got nothing else to watch. Well, how are you going to throw in PBS though? Yo, like, PBS is dope, man. I grew up with Mr. Rogers neighborhood, bro. I, I, I understand that that Sesame Street Electric Company. Come on now. Yeah, I mean I've been there too. I, the, I'm 41. I understand. I, I get it. I'm sure I those those were much more entertaining. I don't know, I, and I'm just goofing on it. But I, I don't <laughs> need to watch the movie. I know that there hasn't really been. You know, what was the last movie that I saw that was based on a video game that I actually enjoyed and had a chuckle. It was. What do you think it was? I don't know. You, you can't guess. You know what it was? It was Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog, bro. I, I haven't seen Sonic yet. Yo, so I, I watched Sonic, I and I thought it was cool. Okay? I thought it was cool. And Jim Carrey is just the goof that he is. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I, I actually enjoyed the movie. I said, okay, this is cool. This is cool. I, I'm, you know, I'm glad that they... You know, they listen to the fans and whatnot. You know, we got Henyo in the chat. And Henyo, we're not ducking you, bro. This is strictly a Monster Hunter Rise episode. So, you know, it would have been Charlie Brown to you. 
<laughs> yeah, as we sit here, we mentioning other things besides Monster Hunter Rise, but right, right. Well, we we just went off on a tangent on that. That's why he's like, "LOL," and he's like, "It was cool." But we definitely, guys, if you're here, Drama Free Gaming on YouTube, DFG Podcast on Anchor FM, and on iTunes. I just got the email that we're on iTunes. So we're like, we're big time. I guess that means we're uh, big time now, or they finally put it on that platform. Either way, check uh, us out. Check us out, guys. And uh, I'm uh, ready to wrap oh, it up, just, Jay. Yeah, I am too. Just to let you guys know, we do have a podcast coming soon. Yes. And we will be discussing things on CES. Yes. And you'll be getting it from old men's perspective. Yes. So we're not going to try to. We're not getting paid, so we ain't here to grease no palms. So no, no. You're going to get it raw and ugly. Yeah, no, <laughs> just, just just like our gaming. You know, we're we're talking strictly as gamers, but there's just something about our podcast. You know what it is? And even Henyo, who is who is grayer than us, we've been oh. around, okay? And, and that's a perspective, guys, that you might not get from some of these other podcasts that are younger and i'm not criticizing their youth i'm just saying they don't have the depth the knowledge the experience you know we've been there and done that there's nothing new under the sun for us and for us to get really excited about a game it's gotta be really good and monster hunter again in my opinion is one of those games that is really good, okay? It's my game of the generation. It's my favorite franchise, period, hands down. So, I don't know. Hey, Jay's man. still stuck on The Division, so we'll leave him with that. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> See, they always got to beat me up, so that, that that's my role, y'all. I had to throw that back. one in there, but, but guys... <laughs> Appreciate you being here. Jay, say your farewells. I'm going to wrap it up here. Go for it. So long. Farewell. We're here to say goodbye. Name that movie. I don't watch movies like that, bro. I just, you know, I, I'm too busy, like, messing with tech, bro. The sound of music. Look at this brother, man. You, we can tell. We can tell he got time on his hands. <laughs> Anyway, guys, y'all have a good night. Keep your life drama free. That's right. Keep your gaming and keep your life drama free, people. Catch us on the next one, which will probably be in a couple of days. Yeah. CES 2021. So far, mostly, I mean, I saw the AMD, but we're going to talk about that when Henio gets on and, uh, and that's going to be good. All right, guys, catch you on the next one later. Later.